Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
darkest times on a pitch black night He rode a horse of the purest white He knocked on the door, kind of prisoner free In his hand, a bag of money What shall I do when the money runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky What shall I do when the gold runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky And I call the man, They surrounded me These three words they set me free When you got no strength and you cry and please Lost in the forest can't find the trees Here's what you do when the money runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky Here's what you do when the gold runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky Mochel ve 
adiral hakoi mi boruhal hakoi mi godoi mi dogoi lalakoi mi adiral hakoi mi boruhal hakoi Yeah. <laughs> 
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a Tuesday. 
here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Boy, so much going on. It's amazing. So much happening. <laughs> trying, to, trying to sift through everything and give you the important pieces of information as we get set for our big journey to Dubai next week, which is just incredible, frankly. And as we um, continue to get closer and closer to Hanukkah, and as we uh, continue to get closer and closer to the end of the secular year, it is, in fact, Tuesday morning, December the 1st. We are approaching the 10-month 10 10-month 10 um, uh, barrier, or what should I call it? Commemoration? 10th month? What should we call it? I don't, I don't want to say anniversary. 10-month... Um, there's a word for it and I just can't think of it. Anyway, it'll be 10 months since the start of COVID coming up in just a few days. Pretty unbelievable, or at least the start of COVID and its restrictions in this country. Uh, 15th of Kislev, we're 10 days away from Hanukkah, the year 5781, Tufshin Pei Aleph. The uh, music you've been listening to, you heard Shimi Engel and Chashoiv. Mia Dir done by Shmuley Horowitz. Dedi had Kiem Chayenu, Eitzchayim was uh, Simcha Liner. Avremo with Shvuri Lev, Elka de Meir done by uh, Eighth Day, Chaim Yisrael and Melech Ozer, and of course Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's a Tuesday with 54 degrees, some clouds, a chance of rain, and a high of 55. Speaking of rain, I hope you had a uh, <coughs> hope you had a good day yesterday in this area. Aside from the rain, boy, there was some uh, some times during yesterday that were just so flooded, so difficult to uh, get around was really something. Partly cloudy tonight, low 37, and tomorrow partly cloudy and a high temperature of 48 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 63. We're at 54 here in New York as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Uh, Phil Goldfeder is going to join us. Cross River Bank has taken an active role in sponsoring our uh, trip to Dubai. And on top of that, Phil just got back from Dubai. So we'll speak about that as we get ready for our adventure later on um, this month, actually next week. Uh, Rabbi Kanelsky is scheduled for today in the 8 o'clock hour. He has big plans for Hanukkah when you drive around and when you uh, travel around in general uh, through the New York and New Jersey area. Chances are you're going to see uh, one or more Hanukkiyot that were placed by um, Bris Avram in very strategic locations. We'll talk about that in the 8 o'clock hour and, of course, plenty more here on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Big shout-out to Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens. Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens. Casinofarms.com. Aaron's West Orange in, Aaron's, uh, in West Orange, New Jersey. Aaron'sWestOrange.com. Sponsors of our journey to Dubai next week. And Aaron's reminds you that they have not only great food items and delicious baked goods before and during Hanukkah, they have amazing specials and incredible non-food items that you may need. Yeah, decorations and candles and so many other things that you'll find in their stores in celebration of the upcoming holiday. So you want to shop for Hanukkah, go to our friends at Aaron's, Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens, Aaron's West Orange in New Jersey. Uh, they are uh, sponsoring our broadcasts next week, and we are uh, very thankful to them. And one of the ways you could show your appreciation for what they do here because they've sponsored some pretty cool stuff here at the Nahum Siegel Network, as you know, uh, is by shopping in their amazing location. So check it out and uh, enjoy. And we thank our friends at Aaron's. Big shout-out to Ariella Steinreich and to everybody at Steinreich Communications. They are helping us, like you cannot imagine, prepare for next week's journey. Uh, in fact, the majority of our guest list has been prepared 
by Ariella and Steinreich Communications, and we thank them very, very much. Without them, frankly, we would not be on this uh, adventure next week. So a very big thank you as we um, get set for next week's big adventure to the United Arab Emirates here at the Nahum Siegel Network. 23 minutes before 7 o'clock, Eitan and Shlomo Katz, JM in the AM. Da 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 da
Kim, the name of that one. Gam Kielich, before that, done by Leviathan. You heard Nachas and Seusha Arim, Everlasting Love. It's Eitan Katz with his brother Shlomo with that selection off of uh, Live in Jerusalem, volume number two. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. In the background, we've got our Galait Sal. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. We head to the UAE. It's coming uh, Monday. As we get set for a three-day broadcast, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from Dubai. And I thank all of you for tuning in. I thank all of you for the excitement out there for our big journey that's coming up. Pretty amazing, pretty exciting, and it's all happening next week. Make sure to be tuned in on the three days before Hanukkah right here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Toe from Jam in the AM. 
צה"ל מירושלים השעה 2, שלום רב, כאן רני אבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. העלייה בנתוני התחלואה, נבחנת האפשרות לעצירה מיידית של הטיסות לטורקיה. מפרסמת כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג. בעקבות העלייה בתחלואה, ראש הממשלה נתניהו הנחה את המטה לביטחון לאומי לבחון אפשרות לעצירה מיידית של טיסות מישראל לטורקיה ולשקול גם את עצירתן של טיסות למדינות נוספות. ברקע המשבר הפוליטי, שר המשפטים ניסנקורן אומר, אגיש ביום ראשון לאישור הממשלה את מינויו של עורך הדין עמית אייסמן לתפקיד פרקליט המדינה. כתבנו לענייני משפט יובל הראל. בפגישה שקיים עם פרקליט המדינה המיועד אייסמן, התחייב ניסנקורן לפעול לקידום המינוי בהקדם. ניסנקורן גם הדגיש כי האמירות הבלתי הולמות של אייסמן כלפי המיטות לעבודה בעבר אינן מקובלות ואין להן מקום בשיח הציבורי והמקצועי. עורך הדין עמית אייסמן הביע בפני השר צער על האמירות והתחייב לפעול לשמירה על שיח מכבד. מנהיג חמאס ברצועת עזה, יחיא סנוואר, בן 58, נדבק בקורונה, בחמאס מסרו כי מצבו טוב, הוא נמצא בבידוד, ידיעה שמסר כתבנו לעניינים ערביים ג'קי חוגי. טיסה סדירה ראשונה נחתה מבחריין לקראת הסכמים בתחום התיירות והכלכלה בראשות שר התיירות והכלכלה הבחרייני זיאד אל-זיאני. שר הבחרייני צפוי להיפגש עם ראש הממשלה נתניהו, שר החוץ אשכנזי, השר לשיתוף פעולה אזורי אקוניס ושר הכלכלה פרץ. רשות החשמל מעריכה כי התעריף לצרכן הביתי ירד בכמעט שלושה אחוזים. כתבתנו איילת ברון. רשות החשמל הודיעה כי בכוונתה להוזיל את תעריף החשמל הביתי. ההפחתה מתאפשרת בעקבות הכנסות ממכירת תחנת הכוח רמת חובב וירידה במחירי הגז הטבעי. התעריף הסופי ייקבע לאחר שימוע ציבורי. שבעה מוזיאונים ברחבי הארץ נפתחים היום במסגרת המתווה הניסיוני של משרד התרבות. כתבתנו תמר ליברמן מזכירה כי במסגרת המתווה מחויבים המוזיאונים להקפיד על תנאי התו הסגול ולשמירת פרטי המבקרים לטובת ניטור חולים. המבקרים שחיכו חודשים ארוכים לסייר במוזיאונים כבר פוקדים בהתרגשות את מוסדות האומנות הפתוחים. ממש צורך פיזי. זה לא חוכמה לפתוח רק את החנויות, גם לנשמה צריך משהו. לי חסר הנוכחות הפיזית במוזיאון ולא... מוזיאון וירטואלי שאני רואה אותו על המסך. מכאן למזג האוויר המרכז. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
Kol 
J.M. in the A.M. Hallelujah, done by Lipa, of course. It's a good song. Uh, diaspora, classic, quarter after 7 o'clock. Good morning. It's J.M. in the A.M., this portion of NSN programming brought to you by the amazing people at A&H. Oh, A&H, you know how delicious their products are? Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef, fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including... No nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio. And to try A&H today. Uh, shout out to our good friend Ralph Rosenbaum, who's chairing our mission to the UAE next week, Rosenbaum Financial Services. You can reach them at uh, 1-800-TAX-CPA2 or taxcpa2.com. Rosenbaum Financial Services, proud sponsor of JM and the AM and... Uh, I want to thank uh, Ralph Rosenbaum for chairing our uh, journey next week to the UAE. It is going to be quite a guest list, quite a journey, a very quick one that I admit, (laughs) but we are looking forward to a really, really great experience. Our friends and partners in Torah remind you about partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat, which is the three-week curriculum on Shabbos, which is an amazing opportunity uh, to start studying with a partner. And of course, those of you who'd like to be a partner or a mentor, check out partnersintorah.org, partnersintorah.org. You'll be glad you did, frankly, because uh, it is a life changer, both as a, uh, as a mentor and as a student. So check out partnersintorah.org and start getting involved. But, uh, by the way, don't forget this coming Thursday, we dedicate the 8 o'clock hour to the city of Hebron, the holy city of Hebron. The Hebron Fund has its cause match campaign going on Wednesday and Thursday of this week, tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, the Cause Match campaign again tomorrow and Thursday. On Thursday, 8 a.m., we get to speak to some of the amazing personalities in the holy city of Hebron. And uh, that'll be uh, Thursday in the 8 o'clock hour as we look forward to another uh, amazing effort on behalf of the holy city. Uh, so, again, that's happening on uh, Thursday. And... Um, Again, we are uh, going to be doing that in the 8 o'clock hour, and we're very much looking forward. Every time we uh, connect to Chevron, we we feel it. We certainly feel the uh, the inspiration and the spirit. Tuesday morning, JM in the AM with 54 degrees, clouds, chance of rain today, high of 55. Uh, 54 right now in New York on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast with Yaakov Shweki. You know the words, sing it. Yeah, <laughs> 
ממתין אב לבן שהנה. בת שעה, בת שנה, אולי יבוא שנייה קטנה, ואז ימצא בית
friend, the only boy here. Shimu, 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 shimu
J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning. Hello, hello. <laughs> um, that is a um, that is a selection from Yoli Greenfeld, Nishima. Sephardic medley done by Yaakov Shweki. Welcome to a Tuesday on this very first day of December. Can you imagine we're about to hit the 10-month mark when it comes to COVID? That is hard to believe. Here in the U.S. at least. We're about to hit the 10-month uh, demarcation. 
15th of Kislev, 10 days till Hanukkah. Remember our friends at shopeichlers.com, shopeichlers.com. First of all, an amazing website with an unbelievable number of items in, in all these uh, neatly laid out categories. But in addition to that, shopeichlers.com has a uh, has a unique claim that they could do same-day delivery. Who do they think they are? They think they're one of those uh, internet giants? Can you imagine same-day delivery on orders in New York and New Jersey placed before 2 p.m.? All the information at the website, go to shopeichlers.com, shopeichlers.com. By the way, uh, this coming Sunday night, I'm hosting the Kupath Ezra um, a live stream. Yeah, right before the trip. Mom is right before the trip. The show airs um, Sunday night, and uh, our flight is late Sunday night. Pretty amazing. Anyway. So uh, a big yeshikov to the folks at Kupath Ezra for what they're doing. They've given out millions of dollars during COVID to needy people, needy families in the Muncie area uh, during COVID, and just like they've been doing for the last 61 years, frankly. And there's specifically a jobs, um, a Muncie jobs network that they're in charge of, and they've gotten over 70 people employment during COVID. So when you go to the Kupath Ezra website, K-U-P-A-T-H-E-Z-R-A-H.org, you could designate funds specifically for the Muncie Jobs Network. And what that does is the more they have, the more able, the more they're able to hire staff to go out there and try to recruit work for people. So keep that in mind. This Sunday night is the live stream. I think you'll find it very interesting. It's a really, really long-time organization that uh, we only learned about over the last few days. So kupathezra.org is where you want to go. And again, uh, Muncie Jobs Network is an amazing place where you can support the work that's being done to find people employment. Simple as that. Big shout out to um, uh, to our uh, uh, sponsors of the trip next week to the UAE, including Aaron's Casino Farms and Aaron's West Orange, including our own Jewish Unity Initiative. Thank you to the leadership of the Jewish Unity Initiative. Simon Jacob and Joe Rosazada for again taking the initiative in um, encouraging us to do this trip to the UAE. I want to thank Ralph Rosenbaum of Rosenbaum Financial Services. I want to thank Morty Getz and everyone at shopbyclothes.com. I want to thank Mayor Kruder, Kruder Photography. I want to thank koshertravelers.com. Remember, if you want to go to the UAE for a January yeshiva break and meet your family who's in Israel now in the UAE. Koshertravelers.com is the perfect trip for you. Just check it out online. I want to thank Ariella Steinreich and everyone at Steinreich Communications. I want to thank the United Arab Emirates Israel Business Council. And, of course, I want to thank Cross River Bank, Jules Gade, and his entire uh, staff for uh, coming forward and uh, sponsoring our broadcasts as well. A lot of wonderful people doing a lot of wonderful things in general and for us doing some great things to allow us to broadcast uh, next week, a historic week of broadcasts from Dubai, the UAE. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebnebis of Alevi, Zechonishmas Esther Basarios of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizot. We read in Breshis, Vayira Vayomer Manoira Hamokom Azeh. How awesome is this place? Ein Zekim Beiselukim. This is none other than a house of Hashem. This is Shara Shamayim. And this is the gateway of the heavens. This is Shimshon asked the question, what did Yaakov specifically see that said it's a place that is neira, that is awesome? Rabbeinu also asks, why does it say, 
It is none other than a place of Hashem. Yaakov Avinu could have said, this is the dwelling place of Hashem. We learn in Hilchus Tishabov that the Beis Yosef says that there are people who put a stone under their head when they sleep on the night of Tishabov. It's actually a Messiah that we get from our Pasuk, which tells us that Yaakov Avinu Vayikav Me'avne Amokoim, that Yaakov Avinu took from the stones of the place and he put it underneath his head. In the dream, Yaakov Avinu saw the Beis Amikdush being destroyed. And when he awoke, he said, How awesome and fearful is this place. However, the concept that the Beis Yosef presents is very difficult because we really don't find any allusion to Chorm Beis Amikdush in what Yaakov said. The Zerah Shimshin explains that when Yaakov Avinu said, he wasn't referring to the land in its current state. He saw the future site of the Beis Amikdush. He was referring to the Beis Amikdush itself that would be built on the site. And also the Beis Amikdush that he saw was one Bechor Bonoi, one that would be lying in ruins. Prophetically he said, this man-made Beis Amikdush that he saw would not be eternal. There would come to a time when it wouldn't exist anymore. Kim Beis Elokim. But there was going to be a third base of Mikdush built, one that was going to be built by Hashem, that was going to be Nitzchias forever. However, the land, even in the destroyed state, when it no longer has the base of Mikdush on it, will always be the Shara Shamayim. It will always be a place where the Tfilis of Klal Yisrael will find their way to Hashem. When Yaakov Avinu saw the Chorn base of Mikdush, he called out, that even in Golos, we will be able to see the Kedusha, we'll see the awesomeness of Hashem, and Hashem will always watch over us, whether in the time of Geula or in the time of the darkest exile. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Dove Hendler. Selection called Namus Hayom. Before that, I need Israel done by Gershon Veroba. That was actually a um, recommendation on our app. Gershon Veroba's I need Israel in advance of our big trip. Ain Kadosh done by Nochi Krohn. Tuesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Well, we've been mentioning, we have an amazing list of sponsors and people who came forward in order to uh, facilitate our journey to Dubai next week. And some did, did so with incredible, I should say all really did so with incredible enthusiasm. Um... And one of them, our friends at Cross River Bank, I take this opportunity as we introduce uh, Phil Goldfeder, who's Senior Vice President for Public Affairs, to thank the Chairman, Founder and Chairman of Cross River Bank, Jules Gade, and everybody there who um, really uh, take the opportunity whenever possible to support great causes in our community and outside our community as well. That's why you are hearing and will continue to hear for the next couple of weeks the name Cross River Bank when we talk about our journey to Dubai because they're among those who've really stepped forward to encourage us. And one of the things we learned is that Phil Goldfeder was recently in Dubai. He can give us a real preview. Um, Senior Vice President, Public Affairs at Cross River Bank, Phil Goldfeder, welcome back to JM in the AM. It's a pleasure to be back with you, Nachum. Thanks so much for having me. A pleasure. I thank you for everything. And uh, now uh, give us a little, a little bit of a preview. Every time someone goes to Dubai and sends me pictures, it looks like I'll see sights and scenes I've never seen anything like in my entire life. Is that the uh, type of takeaway you took away from Dubai? It, it's amazing. It is. It's, it's absolutely. It's going to be a, a tremendous trip. It's For me, I think it was very uplifting uh, to see sort of the Amirati and the Amirati people kind of, and their interaction with outwardly, openly Jewish, Orthodox, uh, Israelis even, it, it was it, it was breathtaking. I mean, it just, it's just something you're just not used to. I mean, you kind of have a certain, you go in with a certain mindset of the way you're going to be treated and the way, you know, what people are going to react towards you, and it's absolutely the opposite. You know, I mean, from the... T- from the time you get off the airplane and you're greeted by by customs officials, I mean, it's just such a welcoming. Uh, it's sort of it's you know you you feel like you're getting a big warm hug, right? They're they're <laughs> so excited that their Jews are interested in coming and that Israelis are are interested in coming and being a part and understanding the culture. That it's fantastic. This is one of the things we discussed on the air yesterday, and frankly, I think it's going to be every trip we take. And you know this; you've been with us on trips. Every trip we take ends up having a specific theme because of you know geared toward this audience, a theme you wouldn't hear on other shows or on other uh, types of broadcasts. And I think the theme that's already shaping up and likely will be spoken about through next week on these airwaves is that we, and I'd have to assume that you went to similar you know, schools and had a similar upbringing to, to me and so many thousands of others who are listening right now, uh, we never really had an opportunity to believe or to be convinced that, those, that there are those in the Arab world who would really warm up to Jewish people, and you know, for and and for some of the reasons for that are you know good and practical reasons, but other reasons is because of the way uh, we grew up and the way uh, and certain impressions that we always had. We always thought there was one thing on one side and one way of thought on the other side. And I think this whole revelation, like you just described, that there is an entire uh, population of people in a variety of countries. Uh, but now it does seem to be primarily in the Gulf region, uh, who are really ready and have already warmed up to Jewish people and are ready to to prove and have proven that they have a, a certain affection, not just for us, but for people in general around the world. And I think for us, it's an adjustment. And I think that's what you meant when you said, you know, you expected a certain treatment and ended up getting a completely different one. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I haven't quite figured out how to wrap my head around this idea that, again, what you just said is correct. You're kind of trained. Your mind is sort of is just sort of focused on, on uh, thinking about uh, sort of a certain people in a certain way. And all of a sudden you get there with that expectation. And the one question I've gotten most since I'm back was, was it safe? Were they nice? Did you feel threatened in any way? Right. And it couldn't be more the opposite. It was, a, you know, again, it was just a, a very friendly country. It was a beautiful country, a friendly country, and the people couldn't have been more welcoming. And I, I will say this also, I had the privilege of going with the next ride, um, which is a, a, a sponsorship bicycle ride that supports an organization called the Israeli Medical Fund. And when you think about who I was there with, I was actually there with um, Israeli amputees raising money um, for care uh, for people who have lost their limbs in Israel. And so we're going, in, and you, again, once again, you think of the irony, going to Dubai to raise money to support the Israel Medical Fund is just, again, something that you think would have been shunned by the people, but whether it was the police who were riding, literally the <laughs> Dubai police were in the bike ride with us. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> was this a? Uh, I, I don't know the lay of the land, literally. So I'll ask you. Although I do have certain impressions about that area of the world when it comes to topography. Was this one of the difficult uphill, downhill rides, or was this much easier than when you head upstate in New York and have one of those types? <laughs> it, it's very, very different. There's, there is unfortunately for those of us who love the hills of, uh, of Rockland County. <laughs> unfortunately, there are no hills in the deserts of Dubai. However. What they don't have in hills, they more than make up in heat. Oh, uh, we rode in, wow. in over 100 degrees, wow. uh, over 150 miles. And that so was, was just, and it that had was, its own challenges. And that was just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, just a few weeks ago. It was, uh, it was an experience. I, again, I think being in Dubai was one thing. But as I mentioned, riding a bicycle alongside Israeli amputees, knowing that we're raising money, we're making a tremendous difference for people who suffered tremendous loss uh, through a loss of a limb and yeah. and we're using Dubai as kind of the mechanism of finding ways to give back and, and to help those people and and it was just a, a tremendous tremendous trip and I know it was a very impressive number of riders and call a vote to all of them for supporting as you just described the cause which is so important Phil Goldfeder is with us senior vice president public affairs at Cross River Bank I I thank your chairman and founder uh, Jill's Gade for coming forward and enthusiastically, and I know that you w were involved in the process, so you can confirm that was in fact enthusiastically supporting our broadcast next week. He 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 uh, understands that radio adventures are really good adventures and ones that bring uh, a lot of great information and uh, things that people normally wouldn't hear about to this audience. So we thank him very very much, and I thank you. And we should mention that um, you've had a you and your and your bank have had a unique role over the last few months, uh, not just in our community, but I think in general, uh, standing out and trying to help as many people as possible through this crisis, both with the uh, government's assistance and the programs that they set up. And in general, uh, I would imagine the last few months have been extremely hectic, hectic for you and your colleagues. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's sort of Cross River is, is not your typical bank. Uh, we try to utilize technology to impact as many people as possible. I think what you said leading into that was, was very clear in that our, our bank was founded by, by Jill Gates, who sort of founded the bank with the very simple concept that our goal is to find ways to help people. And if we find ways to help people, you know, sort of God will look at us and, and sort of shine, shine down a success on the bank. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, Cross River was founded in 2009 when 
when when there was there was a, a worldwide recession with a very simple idea and goal of how can we help people in need. And we went into COVID in the pandemic with a very similar mindset. Our, our founder and CEO sort of throughout the lifespan of a company, oftentimes your things change, right? Your 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 goals change, your ideal ideology sometimes changes as you run a business. I'm proud to say that that working for Jill, I've seen someone who has steadfast steadfast focus on helping people, and that didn't change when it came to COVID. And when it came to COVID, when the government offered the the Paycheck Protection Program, and they were looking for banks to step in and make these loans, Crossover didn't sit on the sidelines. We leaned into the challenge. It right. wasn't easy. We have a, a relatively small bank right now. I think we're just we're just a, a bit over 350 employees. But we're very proud to say that through the Paycheck Protection Program, we made the third most loans in the entire country. And Not you... amongst community banks, in the entire country. And so it was literally, it was Cross River, Chase, and Bank of America leading the country in making a pandemic loans. Which is pretty amazing, an unbelievable community story in and of itself. And you can name plenty of banks that looked the other way and did not want to get involved in the entire system. So uh, you have a lot of colleagues out there that avoided it, uh, but you guys at Cross River, as you just said, leaned into it and jumped into it in order to help as many people as possible. And uh, and it's not just our community. I mean, you're, you're, you're out there to help people in general, and that's just one example. This program, the Paycheck Protection, is just one example of that. It's funny, especially in your position, because it's um, uh, called you know, public affairs at your position as senior vice president, you must uh, have a tremendous number of requests. You must ha- be uh, made aware of a tremendous number of causes that are out there, uh, both in the Jewish community and the general community. And I, I would guess that that uh, also requires some type of juggling act. Am I right? Yeah, especially now, as so many organizations are struggling to survive through the pandemic, and, and obviously it's so hard to raise funds and, and so many people have, have sort of limited how much they give to organizations. And, again, we do well because we do good. And so we look for ways to do good and to provide assistance to the community. And, and thankfully, we do well. Look, Nahum, Jill and I had the experience of traveling with you to Paris. Right. Uh, I think this is one of the first trips. And to see what, what you and your staff and your team and the collective group were able to do on, uh, on the ground to provide chizik to a community that was struggling, that was reel, reeling from terrorist attacks, to provide not just talk and speak, but real, a shot in the arm, a boost of enthusiasm. It was something Jill and I still talk about today and, and that we'll never forget. And the idea of, once again, supporting you on the broadcast in Dubai, another Jewish community who I think has seen kind of a shot in the arm, but, you know, sort of obviously when there's news and it, things are exciting, there's a lot of attention. That tends to fade away. And so you going out there and kind of renewing the energy, renewing the spirit of, of the local Jewish community in Dubai, I think, is something that Jill and I and, and, of course, Cross River was proud to support. Much appreciated, Phil, that that journey that you just referenced uh, five years ago next week, pretty amazing, was literally on Hanukkah. We actually not only got uh, – we were not only graced with both of you being part of it, but you actually felt it was important enough to go during Hanukkah. And, and that's not always easy, uh, knowing how family misses family members when they're away during a holiday like Hanukkah. So, yeah, five years ago next week. And the Baruch Hashem, we've gotten to this point. Uh, Phil, if there's somebody out there that um, uh, feels that a bank like yours can be helpful in whatever way, shape, or form, I'm assuming that uh, we could uh, just direct them to the uh, to the web. Uh, I would assume Cross River has plenty of information on their website about the services they provide. 
Yeah, CrossRiver.com. I urge people to go. We're hopeful and we're optimistic that the government is uh, going to provide additional funds for, for new pandemic relief programs. So don't hesitate to, to reach out to Cross River for, for anything anything that, that you may need to, to help support the, the community and your small business. Uh, best regards to your chairman and founder, and a big thank you to him and to you and to everybody at Cross River, Phil. Thanks so much. Have a, have a happy Hanukkah, and we'll be thinking of you next week during the broadcast. To you too. Safe travels. Send everybody my love. Much appreciated. Certainly will. A minute after 8 o'clock, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.
I used to think I knew it all How to handle every hurdle Big and small mm, Blind to the internal In my world of the external I stood tall I used to think I was my work Coming home was just a perk And my future was safe and secure Yeah, life was good, I was on a roll Loading cruise control ensure that this all would endure But the illusions are gone The curtain's been drawn My mask though it tries cannot disguise That it's you when no rhyme or reason can go For it's you in all time and each season I know And you never leave us all to chance I've learned how to let go, how to cherish the eternal through the flow of my faith that does embrace me. In its space, I see so clearly how my soul it glows. And home is where the holy is, where we love and we forgive. Build a home that he seeks and desires. Every life tells its own tale, any deep can. 
Gets a little closer every day. May seem a million miles away, but it gets a little closer every day. Shemes Achim with the Shana Haba. Aryeh Kunstler, don't give up. Ana Avda from Big Time Alterheim. Avraimo had Otata. It's you. That was Ruby New. Yidin with their brand new medley. Maod Maod done by Ari Goldwagon. Enod Milvado. Mordechai Shapiro opened up that set. Tuesday morning, JM in the AM. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies. Pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, Kishka and more, modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio, and try A&H today. Speaking of promo codes, by the way, tomorrow on JM in the AM, one of our favorite guests is scheduled to be on. Uh, Rabbi Yisrael Besser is author of the brand-new book, Nishmas Kolchai. 
Nishmas, Song of the Soul, the uh, glory of an exalted prayer through commentary, insight, and inspiration. Yisrael Besser tomorrow with the brand new Art Scroll book called Nishmas here at JMNAM. And a reminder, all of the 3,000 Art Scroll titles are available to you with a promo code RADIO, a big discount, 20%, no minimum, free shipping with promo code RADIO. Take advantage. Uh, go to uh, artscroll.com, artscroll.com. Again, use promo code RADIO and enjoy. I want to thank all of our great sponsors who are um, helping us with our journey to Dubai next week as we broadcast from the UAE on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Thanks to the Jewish Unity Initiative, led by uh, Simon Jacob and Dr. Joe Rosazada. Thank you to Ralph Rosenbaum and Rosenbaum Financial Services, taxcpa2.com. Thank you to uh, Morty Getz and shopiclers.com. Thank you to uh, Mayor Kruder and Kruder Photography. Thank you to koshertravelers.com, David Wallace and family. Uh, meaning the koshertravelers.com family. Thank you to Ariella Steinreich and the Steinreich Communications. Thank you to the UAE Israel Business Council, and thank you to Cross River Bank. We spoke with Phil Goldfeder earlier. Jules uh, Gade and the uh, and the Cross River Bank have been an amazing friend of ours and our journeys, and we thank them for their uh, sponsorship of this upcoming trip, uh, which is, please God, going to be amazing. Beli Hara. Um, also, don't forget this coming Thursday, we dedicate the 8 o'clock hour to the city of Hebron. This coming Thursday, we dedicate the 8 o'clock hour to the city of Hebron. The cause match, the triple cause match um, campaign for the Hebron Fund takes place on Wednesday, tomorrow, and Thursday. And Thursday morning at 8 a.m., we spend that hour with the personalities from the holy city of Hebron. Always amazing when we do that, and we'll have that opportunity coming up. Uh, this coming Thursday. I want to dedicate uh, today's uh, JMNAM radio broadcast to Karina and David Beta of Teaneck, New Jersey. Uh, David, one of the uh, brilliant studio photographers out there in the New York, New Jersey area. Karina and David Beta, we dedicate this morning's show to you, and it's going to become very obvious for those of you who pick up the Jewish link this week why we are dedicating this show to the Beta family. So be patient. You will You will find out. Um, Briss Avram, as I said earlier, Briss Avram has a real presence in this area of the world during uh, Hanukkah. They always have a presence, but during Hanukkah, it's amazing. If you see a public display of a menorah in a strategic location, chances are it came from Briss Avram. Right? Mordechai Kanelsky leads the organization, and we're encouraging everybody to sponsor the work of Briss Avram. Uh, you actually can sponsor the placing of a Hanukkah, of a Hanukkah menorah in one of the public places where Bekanelsky and his staff and family will be placing these menorahs, these Hanukkah menorahs. Uh, go to uh, brisavram.org, brisavram.org, or 908-289-0770, 908-289-0770. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky, welcome back to JM in the AM. Uh, good morning to you, Rabbi Kanelsky. Hanukkah is just 10 days away. I'm sure you are very, very busy these days. Yes, yes. I'm coming today to Jersey City already. Wow. To place, to place the first menorah. Wow, you're in our old, old uh, homestead of Jersey City today. Where will that Hanukkah be placed, the one that you're placing today? In the mall. In uh, Newport Center? Yep. Wow. And uh, automatically, that Hanukkah will have one light lit on it on Thursday night, the 10th of December, the 25th of Kislev, correct? Yes, the night of 25th of Kislev. Pretty amazing. 
How many locations are my Kanelski? You are traveling to how many different places in the early part of Kislev to make sure all the Hanukkiot are out? With God's help, to 128 places. Wow. <laughs> and malls and airports, bridges and tunnels are your specialty, right? Correct. <laughs> Give me the tunnels. Give me the tunnels and bridges where we will have a bris of rum Hanukkiah this year. You will have at the Gatos Bridge, at the Bayon Bridge, at the Atta Bridge Crossing, eastbound, westbound. You will have a menorah at the Lincoln Tunnel, at the GW Bridge. You will have a menorah in the GW Bridge, not just at the upper level, lower level, bus terminal. Then you have Newark Airport, Tidaboro Airport. Then you have uh, 42nd Street bus terminal. Wow. This is just, this is just, it's small locations. You know, like, it's... Like, like GW Bridge has only 900,000 people a day travel through. Unbelievable. I, I used to, when I would go over the G, I told you this, when I would go over the GW in the old days from New Jersey to New York, I would actually thank the toll collector for the fact that they have a menorah there. And they appreciated that very much, you should know. Unfortunately, now there are no more toll collectors to thank. It's all it's all done electronically. Uh, but you're... But I want to tell you if you send them an email Ooh, good point. To, the, to the Port Authority and, and express your gratitude, that means a lot. Because the executive director of the Port Authority last year when we lead the menorah at World Trade Center, we lead the menorah. Uh, first of all, it's such a big thing to ride the menorah in World Trade Center. And the menorah that we put in the cowards there it's only 140,000 people a day pass by there. Unbelievable. Then, and when we put the menorah, he says, this is the best beacon of light in a place that was destroyed by our enemies. But we will put the light of Hanukkah, and we will show the world that we are not just going back, but going frontward as the candles of Hanukkah every day, one more candle. Unbelievable. Uh, Rabbi Mordechai Kanelski is with us, Bris Avram. They are very, very busy getting all these Hanukkiot, all the Hanukkah menorahs uh, to everywhere they need to be. Now, uh, you you know what the, the key, the key to Hanukkah, of course, is Pirsume Nisa. We want as many people as possible to see it, and that's the reason that you have always chosen these public places. But this year, Rabbi Kanelski, as you know, there are probably a lot less people traveling because of the whole COVID situation. Are we still, are we still Yotze? Are we still okay when it comes to publicizing the miracle, even if only half the people are going through the bridges and tunnels? First of all, nobody knows how many people are passed by till after the after the Hanukkah. That's number one. Right. Num- number two, the whole encouragement to that started by the Lubavitcher Rebbe, when the Rebbe spoke about this whole Mifta over 40 years ago. But I would like to em- emphasize about a letter that the Rebbe sent to Bris Abraham, to our sixth annual dinner. We just celebrated 41, then just 30, 35 years ago. And the Rebbe writes the following, that due to the dinner is being held, happening, and the, the day and the Sunday after the, the Shabbos that we bench the fourth coming month, and the highlight of the coming month of Kislev is the holiday of Hanukkah. Says the Rebbe, the mitzvah of Hanukkah is publicly knowledgeable to every single person that even when in somebody's place is dark, a Jew is lighting up. Mm. 
And as we see what the Talmud says us, when is the mitzvah to write Hanukkah? Right. When the Hamo is going down, Sunset. Is dark, our job is to light up the world. Today, as you mentioned before, because of COVID-19, it is so dark, not just in, in the light of the day when we light the Hanukkah candles, but in the spirit of every single human being. Nobody knows what will come the tomorrow. How do we approach? What are we doing? How do we celebrate Hanukkah? But when you're coming out and you're driving and you see any place where you go for whatever reason you drive, and let's say, say that you're driving only for essential things, but when you're passing by and you see a public menorah, how much joy and happiness it gives to you that we all as Jewish people, as a nation, no matter what we are, are being united and standing, and standing firm that, that God commands that God gave to us so many thousands of years ago, we are never giving up on that. But the opposite, we are increasing as the spirit of Hanukkah every single day, one more candle. The candle is the hope of every single person. When a person looks on a candle, his spirit becomes elevated. His eyes are being glorious to see the shining of the candle. Then today, let's not look how many people up there but how many souls become excited? The Talmud teaches us, when you're putting a candle, when there is light, it doesn't help anything. On a regular day, everybody is busy with his own life, and everybody is busy with, and happy with whatever he is. But today, each candle is a, million, is a million parts of joy and happiness. Every candle of Hanukkah, every menorah, and as you said before, every Hanukkah that is being put in a public place, yep. not just Jewish people, but yep. every single human being looks at the menorah and says, there is hope, there is light. As we say in English, there is always light by the end of the tunnel. Yes, that's, that's, what, we, that's what we huh? say. How do you say that in Russian? Is there a way to say that in Russian? <laughs> yeah, when you put the menorah by the Lincoln Tunnel, you know there is at the end of the tunnel there is a light. <laughs> That's for sure. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky, Bris of Rum. Um, Rabbi Kanelsky, I can't let you go without you reminding us how different lighting a Hanukkah in New York or New Jersey is in our windows on public display in front of bridges and tunnels and in malls, how different it is from when you grew up in uh, Moscow in the former Soviet Union. Uh, how careful did a Jewish family have to be when it came to their own requirement of Pursume Nisa? Our requirement is, our, not requirement, our observance of Pursume Nisa and Hanukkah in Russia as a child over 50 years ago, more than 50 years ago, we were making Hanukkah Manera, and the joy was when there was two families coming together, that was already a big thing. When my cousins used to come from a train station that was three, four stops of the train, they used to come to us, they used to go to there. That was the main Pirsumanisa, one more family. We were, we were sitting the whole year, bothered Yeshev, by yourself. And as it's in our, in our language of today, everybody is sitting home. Yep. It's conclusive in his own four, four, four meters or four, or four amas or whatever you call it. Comes now the holiday of Hanukkah, and we're saying, yes, we have the guidelines, we have the, the social distance, we have all the guidelines. 
but that still doesn't take away our spirit. Nobody, nobody in the world will take away the spirit of a Jew. Our, our spirit is always vibrant, powerful, strength, because we are connected to God. That is, God is unlimited, and therefore the Nishoma, that the reason every single Jew is also unlimited. And the Nishoma has the, the strength of God to be able to prevail in even darkness of the night and the cold nights of winter, that this lichtower, that candle, can never, never be extinguished. Unbelievable. Big difference. Every, everybody, as we gather on Hanukkah and have our Hanukkah parties and celebrations, I'm sure, you know, COVID restrictions, you know, uh, observed, but still, as we gather together as a family and light the Hanukkah in windows so that people from the street can see it, and uh, enjoy Rabbi Kanelsky and his staff and family as they uh, put Hanukkiyot, put the Hanukkah menorahs at the bridges and tunnels and malls and city halls and so many other places. A hun- How many, Rabbi Kanelsky? A hundred and? Twenty-eight. A hundred and twenty-eight. Um, we should remember how lucky we are, and all of this, even though we're a little, yeah. bit, even though we're a little bit more isolated and a little bit more alone, a little bit more. In this type of COVID-19 situation, we should still appreciate the type of Hanukkah we're going to have compared to what people in our tradition and in our past have had to endure. You wanted to say, Rabbi? Yes. We honored our dinner two weeks ago, the, C- the president and CFO of New Jersey Transit. And you understand how many people are passing by in the whole New Jersey Transit throughout the state of New Jersey, going to New York, going back, going to Philadelphia, etc. And he said that when he was approached to get the, to, the, to take the job to be the president and CFO of New Jersey Transit, he said, I, I was not in the, great, the greatest spirit to take the helm of that organization, knowing how many challenges there is. And then he said, I was approached by Priest Avroham to put a menorah. And when I stood and lead the menorah at at Newark Penn Station, mm. and I looked at the candles, I said to myself, no. I am proud to be a part of that great institution, New Jersey Transit, because through that I have the ability to ignite the light to so many spirits, to so many people that need that spirit every single day. No. Then here is, a, here is a person who says that the opposite, that candles of Hanukkah gave him the joy in the job that he is doing. No question how much we are, have to be proud that God Almighty chose us, that we are a beacon of light for the whole world. We, with our lighting of the menorahs, could do it. And I will conclude with what I said many times, but this is what I will never forget. When I met the executive director of Port Authority about 10 years ago, when I started to approach him to put the menorahs, and my meeting was limited for only five minutes to explain in five minutes <laughs> why is it important to right. put menorahs. Huh? I remember this. Go ahead. And I said to him, you know, I will give my speech in two minutes. <laughs> and I still said to him very, very loud and clear yep. that God gave us the command, and nobody has to know if I make that mitzvah. If I have to eat matzah or I have to put filon, Nobody has to know if I did it. Only God knows. It's between me and God. There's nothing here between me and the whole world. The only mitzvah that has the mitzvah of pursuing to make public God's miracle is the nearest of Hanukkah. 
And I said to him, Mister, in Russia, my parents could not do that mitzvah. If my parents would write them a menorah outside of their house, my parents would be sent to sleep that night in Sibir. But you, the executive, could give the ability, the hope, the freedom that the United States of America gives, especially that the United States currency says, in God we trust, <laughs> put the menorah in public places and give hope to millions of travelers. Unbelievable. And he, answered, and he answered me very short and sweet. He says, I don't have to need a pitch of two minutes to explain to you. I will say to you in one word, the answer is yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. But I would like to suggest to every single person who listens to Nachum Siegel show, buy a menorah, any menorah, having your car an extra menorah, when you're going in to fill up your car with gas, when you're going any place that you're going, have a menorah. Maybe you will meet that Jew that is waiting, that you should give him that menorah, that you should ignite his spirit and light, that you should give him the hope that there is hope to us in this world. And through that, that we will do it. We will make the whole world brilliant and light. And that will speed up the immediate reward of God that will be able to write the menorah in the Torbis Amigdosh together with Aaron Akoyen and Moshiach Tetkeno immediately. Amen. Uh, Rabbi Kanelsky and his amazing Brist of Rum organization doing great work. Support them at 908-289-0770 or by going to the website at bristofrum.org. When you see one of those 128 Hanukkiot uh, around town in the New York, New Jersey area, you'll know that it's likely they're responsible for them. Rabbi Kanelsky, Afreilach and Hanukkah, Chag Urim Sameach, and thanks for joining us. And the most important, Alichtike and Agizunte. Yes, Alichtike and Agizunte is right. JM and the AM on a Tuesday. Unbelievable, huh? Chanukah 10 days away. Today's the 15th of Kislev. Just cannot wait already for it to arrive. And the amazing trip to the UAE coming up before that. Uh, I want to take this opportunity to uh, thank uh, Marsha and Larry Waxman. Uh, Larry, not only a dear friend for many, many decades, but, but, uh, but a mentor to me a mentor of no small measure, and um, and frankly, for those of you who know the story, the person responsible for me sitting in this chair right now, 37 years later, and that's pretty amazing that it all gets credited to him, and it's 100% true, and it's 100% appreciated. Uh, Larry and uh, Marsha in Jerusalem just donated uh, uh, at fjbunity.org, uh, double high in honor of, uh, an honored memory, I should say, of Rabbi Rafal Waxman, and uh, Rafi, as we knew him, um, um, uh, of blessed memory was a very, very close friend of my late brother and a, uh, and a wonderful, wonderful man. A lot of people out there in the world of Jewish education remember him fondly. And I'm glad we could pay this uh, tribute to him uh, this morning. And again, a big thank you to Marsha and Larry in Jerusalem. Tuesday morning broadcast here as we start uh, wrapping things up at uh, JM and the AM on this uh, Tuesday. Uh, by the way, the JM Rewind coming up in five minutes will include Rabbi Nachman Seltzer's interview, the book on challah. Again, it's artscroll.com, 20% off with promo code radio plus free shipping. Use promo code radio all the time at artscroll.com. Oh, and speaking of donations, today is Giving Tuesday. A year ago today on Giving Tuesday, we actually did the show, you may recall, from Gotta Get a Bagel out in, uh, in Woodmere. Today's Giving Tuesday. Those of you who want to designate a... Um, monthly or one-time donation 
to the amazing efforts that we are making here every single day. Boy, would it be appreciated. Go to fjbunity.org. Go to fjbunity.org. Again, whatever you can give, and we're certainly encouraging the monthly donations, but whatever you can give um, is is very, very much appreciated. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Today, today is Giving Tuesday. That's how it's designated on this Tuesday, quote-unquote, of Thanksgiving weekend or Tuesday after Thanksgiving weekend. And uh, therefore, there's going to be a lot of asking and a lot of uh, a, a lot of, uh, of an atmosphere today, a big a a, a, um, a potent atmosphere of generosity. Let's put it that way. And I hope that you'll keep us in mind at fjbunity.org on this Giving Tuesday. Again, that's fjbunity.org, and we thank you very, very much. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world on the web and AlchemSiegel.com and the AlchemSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Giving Tuesday here at JM and the AM. Tomorrow, Rabbi Besser, a brand new book on Nishmas, courtesy of our friends at Art Scroll. Should be a very interesting morning tomorrow. Make sure to be tuned in as we are one day closer to our big journey to Dubai. And our broadcast next week on the three days before Hanukkah from the UAE. Please give generously on this Giving Tuesday. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and we thank you. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. (laughs) 